Hello and welcome to Aurelius Podcast, Episode 1. Today's topic, why we made Aurelius, the company and the product. The guests are yours truly and our co-founder, Joseph. And so we'll start with introductions myself. I am Zach Naylor, CEO and co-founder of Aurelius. And I'm Joseph Sesniak, CTO, co-founder of Aurelius. So there we go. We're going to talk about why we made the company, why we made the product, what our philosophy is, why this is important to us. Yeah. Why don't we think a little bit about why you first started working on the framework that became Aurelius? Because my involvement wasn't until a little bit after that. You already had a pretty good outline. You had a lot of notebook full of sketches and ideas and stuff before (laughs) I got involved. So, No, yeah, that's totally true. It's funny because... And I think I told you this when I had showed this with a former colleague of mine, actually way back at ModCloth. So this was years and years ago when he actually saw the product Aurelius. He said, this is really fascinating, A, because he thinks it solves this problem, but more importantly, B, or I should say more relevant, B, (laughs) because, hey, having worked with you this far back, I can even see the early seeds of the way you were thinking and the way you were working as to how they've manifested in your product and company today. Um, so I, I didn't answer the question. It's just interesting because this guy I haven't worked with or talked to in, ye- at least in a professional sense, talked to in years. I've kept mm-hmm. in touch with him. But, uh, and as soon as he saw it, he immediately connected with the way I thought. And so interesting. The, the reason it's relevant here is because I've, I feel like I've always thought of it this way. And the more I matured and progressed in my profession in this industry and doing this stuff, I came to a point where I realized that my job was less about, and we've talked about this, my job is less about actually making something. Building the product is easy. Everybody has a philosophy, not even philosophy, everybody has a process or you know, there's Agile and Scrum and Waterfall. Everybody has the way of building the product. Mm-hmm. The challenge is, are we making the right thing? So are you talking from a UX standpoint or from a product standpoint? Well, sure. I, I would say both. You know, I mean, okay. I grew up as the UX person and then I evolved into more of a UX and product person, just generally person who's trying to make good decisions for the company mm-hmm. through its products and services more specifically on the design end of those things, right? That's just, that's what I've always been. And I think I've always thought of it in this way. I've always tried to figure out if, if I'm going to be designing something, if I'm going to be making something, I need to know why I should be doing that. Yeah. Right? I mean, even if you're a junior designer and we say, we need you to make a new homepage form. Mm-hmm. I never was the person that just go. Okay, I'm going to go and just make a new form. Of course. I was always, why? It's interesting because even from a development standpoint, like my background is in software development. Mm. And uh, as a developer, you kind of get trained to just do the thing that you're told to do. But you can do that so much better if you know why to do that thing that you're supposed to do. So tell me a little bit more about that. No, that's completely true. So I think it's it's worthwhile talking about our background, right? Mm. Mm. So... I started completely as a front-end developer, visual designer. I don't think I was ever a very good visual designer, full (laughs) disclosure. Um, I was a pretty good front-end developer, but whatever the case. Still are. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had to, I've had to readopt those, haven't I? Um, for our own product. But so what had happened, you know, is you graduate school and you go and you do this work. You're taught the tools. You're not taught the skills and the critical thinking. Mm-hmm. So I went off and was doing these things, but I always had that latent, latent desire to ask why. So I'm doing all this work at even early uh, in my career, Fortune 100s, um, even small agencies that were kind of full stack on stuff, whatever. Always wanting to know why are we making this thing? What's important to either our client or the person who has to use this or why? And I never had a good vocabulary to under- to like describe what that was. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a vocabulary to describe what that was yet. What were those years? <laughs> Starting in 2005, I guess. Okay. Just as a guess. I so mean, pretty, my background. Even pretty early for UX, right? I would think so. I mean... And so, yeah, those were those were early for me. And even at that time, during school, uh, college, I should say, mm-hmm. I had three different internships and a full-time job. So, you know, I was doing this stuff. I just – it wasn't for lack of uh, effort or exposure. I just don't think people were talking about it in the same way. And even now, so you think, what, we're fast-forward 12 years from that, which yeah. is scary to think about, by the way. I didn't <laughs> realize how far off that was. Um even now, there are still companies who are really adopting user-centered design and yeah. UX design as a means to providing good products and services. Like we now are still seeing this groundswell of people understanding why that's important for their business. Right? Of course, yeah. Which, by the way, I'll plug. I will be discussing on a <laughs> panel for Twin City Startup Week at the end of September. And hopefully we have conversations around that. But Um, at that time it wasn't even a thing, right? Like a designer was a person, it was like Kinko's. I always used to compare it to Kinko's. You got an order in, you processed the order, you pushed the order out and that was it. It was very much, it was very much like development. I mean, it was because a lot of times it fell under development. Right. Right. So getting back to the original question, I, if I can recall was, you know, why, why do this? What led you to this? And and so further even asking you to join me and in, in co-founder of Aurelius, right? Why do this is because design is larger than the role people think it might be. Mm-hmm. More importantly, why do this now is people are realizing that design's role in the success of their company, their products and services, and delivering value to their customers is exponentially larger than people realize. And it's about more than just design, right? Sure. I, I only say design because it's easier for me to blanket statement, call it design. Mm-hmm. There's so many facets of what happens in design. I would argue that a part of product management in and of itself is design. Okay. Product managers will or will not agree with me. It, the label actually doesn't matter to me at all. Sure. At the end of the day. <clears throat> product. Uh, sure. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is it is making Because it's a thing. lot of different things. It's design. It's development. It's product strategy yep which is what we're talking about but you mentioned development i would argue that there is design as that creeps into development and i would argue that that is a form of design especially front-end development Mm -hmm. my goodness if you ask any front-end developer worth their chops and tell them they're not doing design i'll bet you they would be offended of course i would be yeah so i guess Going back to like why I got involved in Aurelius and was interested in it was 
basically like you and I had worked together before. Um, I knew you were a bright guy. Uh, we both kind of had the same knack for seeing the bigger picture of things, I guess. Like, you know, it was a lot less like I'm a developer and I'm doing my thing and you're a UX guy and you just do your thing. Like you're saying, it's more than the order that you get. It's not just a ticket that you <laughs> build the thing and you move on with your life. Yep. It was, I mean, it's part of why I advanced quickly in my career too. It was that I wanted to know more about the architecture. I wanted to know more about the uh, design. I wanted to know more about project management. I wanted to involve all these different aspect, aspects into building the product to make it as best as I could. Mm-hmm. And granted, my background was more in um, building products for third parties. It wasn't necessarily sure. internal products. Yeah. But now I've been doing internal product development for a while, and I feel like I've got a little bit of understanding on yeah. what happens there. But I'd say you have a little bit more than an understanding. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like to call myself an expert in anything, but I try to be as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I think what happened is you and I were hanging out in your basement drinking cocktails one day. You showed me some of your sketches and thoughts and plans on the bigger picture, and mm-hmm. that's what really... Uh, took me back and made me think I want to do this. You know, I want to work with this guy. And it started off as, well, I mean, quite frankly, what started off was we both were like, let's make a plan. Let's do the thing, you know? Uh, and we used the Aurelius philosophy to, to build Aurelius. So um, on that it, point, tell me a little bit about what the Aurelius philosophy is. Yeah. I mean, I think the Aurelius philosophy, if I were to put it in a sentence is making well-informed, smart decisions that meet both the goals of the people you're trying to serve and yourself as a business or company or entity. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, do something that matters most to the people you're trying to make an impact for that also benefits you and and solves a problem that matters. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, part of it when we first talked about it was – we were, we were tired of seeing bad products getting built. Sure. And we were part of that. We were building those products sure. for people. You know, sure. And we try our hardest to do as well as we can, but it's not just us. There's a whole team of people that are working together. All the way from whether it's a client or an internal company, stakeholders, all the way down to developers, QA, the whole nine yards, right? Everybody, designers, everyone is involved. It's funny because you mentioned like as a developer – Knowing the why helps you build the product better. And that's, and I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. More specifically, answer that question of, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm going to answer a couple of things. Okay. Earlier, why Aurelius? The, the, the earlier question is, why Aurelius? Because everybody needs to know what we're doing and why. Yeah. When everybody understands what we're doing and why and can understand the vision of what we're doing, the strategy of what we're doing, those are different things. The vision is this grander idea or ideal that we're trying to achieve. Of course. The strategy is the steps to get there. Yep. Right? You know, when everybody has an understanding of what that vision is, and every and everybody has an understanding of the steps to achieve that vision, mm-hmm. everybody does better work. It's a fact. It's a fact. The of most course. successful companies do this. Right? So earlier to that question, why Aurelius? Because that's what we want to help people do. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a big deal. People put... You spend more time at work in tr- as a designer, as a developer, as somebody building a product. You spend more time at work than you do with your family. That's a good point. We want you to do shit that matters. Mm-hmm. That's why. And we want to help you do that better, right? So then why Aurelius the product and why Aurelius the philosophy? 
we think that if you can get everybody rallied around that vision or those goals, right? And we call them goals explicitly in Aurelius. Here's the thing that we're trying to achieve and why it's important. Combining that with an understanding of the people you're trying to serve, your customers, your users, your clients, whatever you call them, your business is different, it doesn't matter. There are other people outside of your walls you're trying to serve. Get an understanding of them from user research, from feedback sessions, from whatever, analytics. Mm -hmm. Combine that with that vision you have and say, okay, here's what we know about these people, these human beings that we're trying to help. (laughs) And here's what us as human beings are trying to accomplish. And find that middle ground and act with intention and act based on an informed approach. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Because then when you do that, I mean, you and I have both said making the product itself is the easy part. Designing it or developing it, easy. Once you know what it is you're doing and why. I believe that Aurelius as a company and as a product very much helps you understand what are we doing and why. That is, or at least that's why we exist. Mm. I I would leave it to our customers to say whether or not we're doing a good job at that. (laughs) But that is absolutely the driving force to answer your question the driving force behind that we want to help people to do the smartest things they can uh for their business and their customers right yeah of course um something that i think a lot of people are probably asking is why the name aurelius (laughs) that is a good i mean i hear it all the time (laughs) yeah no no and i've had that question asked i think it's I immediately fell in love with it. Yeah. But I want you to talk about why you chose in the first place. It's funny because if if my memory serves me right, the name existed before your official involvement. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it did. And, and here's how because uh, – and I love telling this story. I've had this question asked of me a number of people who know about us and mm-hmm. Aurelius. What had happened was I was working on this idea to help people make a better strategy for their design and product decisions. I'm working on this thing. I'm in my basement 4 a.m. in the morning before work and doing, right? Putting this together. And it got to a point where it was serious enough where I was talking to people and I I couldn't just call it the thing I'm working on in my spare time anymore. (laughs) I needed a name. to. It was easier to give it a name, right? Mm -hmm. As with most quote-unquote code names, I said, well, I'll give it a code name. It'll be easier to bring up in conversation at cocktail parties or whatever, mentioning the people I'm working on this. Now, at the time when I was getting very serious working on this, I was reading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Yep. So I said, oh, I'll just call it Aurelius. That's I'll just call it Aurelius and I'll just refer to it as that. Codenamed Aurelius. Yeah. I actually said it at that time. If you remember, yeah, yeah. codename Aurelius. Well, everybody I talked to, again, at parties or whatever else, Wow, that's a really cool name. And so it stuck. People thought it was a really cool name. Yeah. And uh, and so we kept – we stuck with Aurelius. But even more interesting in that, anybody who's read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius well, or, is, actually, or is familiar with Stoicism. Stoicism as a philosophy, absolutely. Yep. Um, and we don't need to get too heady in that <laughs> right now. But um, Stoicism in and of itself is very much looking at the facts, trying to drive out emotion – um, and uh, and gut judgments on these things and and work under the under the premise of like facts and the best thing that is uh, making the best decision in, in a well rounded way, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
not allowing emotion and opinion to kind of drive those things. And, and that's what's most interesting about the name is that we are absolutely trying to drive that crap out of decision making in products because we often, again, as human beings, we often <laughs> do things that are in spite of our best intentions. Yeah. Well, we're emotional people. Right. Cool. So that's the name Aurelius, right? I mean, we we believe in that. I, don't, I wouldn't say we are stoics per se in, in, in any hard sense but we're certainly not philosophers <laughs> yeah, probably not um but we we ag- both agree that doing the right thing is based more in logic than it is emotion yeah and sometimes that's harder to do and so you and i saw that especially from working together in past lives you may you mean you may mention this all the time money and resources building stuff that doesn't matter for your customers it doesn't matter for your business you're doing it just because. And I love the old quote, just because I can doesn't mean I should. Yeah. <clears throat> That's actually something I was talking about with one of my friends today was that um, as a software developer, a lot of software developers that I know get really bummed out because a lot of the things that we build never see the light of day or they're practically meaningless. Like they don't actually solve a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, and what does solve the problem? I don't know. Um, Mm. And once you find a thing that you're really in love with, like I did with Aurelius, when you when you brought it up to me and showed me your sketches and stuff, I latched onto it because I was obsessed with this idea Mm -hmm. of let's stop building things that don't matter and let's only address the problems that do. The problem is big. It could be a lot of different things. But when you're solving the problem for the right reasons, it tends to... um, be more successful, right? I think I think without question. Yeah. I mean, you and I were talking about this too because for those of us that follow us know we last month did our public release, which we are extremely proud of. But Absolutely. Uh, Just the know, two of us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, and, you know, we received some design feedback even on the new customer-facing yeah. site or outward fa- public-facing site, I should say. And the thing I brought up to you was Apple and it's just like, they are probably the most criticized criticized company publicly, period. Yep. They are also probably the first – if I were to ask you who is the biggest well-known design – successful design company you are aware of, you would say Apple. Yeah. Most people would say Actually, Apple. you asked me that same question and I said, I don't know, Apple? Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> Apple, exactly. Um, and But yet, as highly criticized as they are, they are in the Fortune 10 I believe they're number three. Yeah. So just as a, I'm, I'm getting to a point here, just as a, like a level set here, Microsoft is in like the top 30. Google's mm-hmm. in the top like 50. These are extremely successful companies. Apple is in like number three. I can't remember exactly. So don't quote me on it. Right? I'll look it up later. <laughs> but my point is they do things with an absolute intention. You talk about having a very solid vision. Yep. What is it that you want to do? Okay, what is your strategy to getting there? It's it's it has to be more than saying here's who we want to be. Mm-hmm. That's surface level. That doesn't matter. It's it's more than the mission statement. It's ab- mission statements in, and I'm sorry to offend anybody listening. Mission statements in like 95 percent of companies are complete bullshit. Yep. They have them there because they that's like a thing you should check off. I mean, it's a, it's a thing that you write down. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We hear mission statements that are like, 
We don't even have one. We don't have. Well, we do. It's just not written down. It's because yeah. it, everybody we talk heads. to gets. <laughs> yeah. Everybody we talk to gets what it is. We want to help you do stuff that matters. Yeah. Like that's our mission statement. And, and specifically in your products and services. Right. Right. Because we think that's the most important. But in a lot of these other, I've read mission statements that are, you know, whatever. Acme Corp mm-hmm. believes in delivering the most value to our customers as possible to enrich their lives in the everyday ongoings of the things that they do. It's like, these are mission statements that we read. That's what? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. But Oh, that's great. You checked off the box. It's a mission right, statement. Right. It is so much more than that. It's actually believing in your guts, in your bones. This is the thing that we're here to do. Right? So that's the first piece. Yeah. The second piece is then saying, okay, do we have a clear strategy to execute across that? Because like let's let's face it, if a mission statement and a vision that is head in the clouds stuff, and that's great to have. Mm-hmm. Have that. Have a really strong one, by the way. Mm-hmm. But then have a very clear plan of execution against that. But more importantly, based off of your vision and based off of what you know for your customers, because your vision has to match delivering something of value and solving a real problem for the people you hope to serve your customers. Otherwise it doesn't mean anything. Right. Otherwise you are just head in the clouds making cool shit, which is fine, but you might not be that most successful. Wouldn't you rather have cool shit that sells well? Well, right. That's (laughs) what I mean. And And so the, I think that that's the other interesting part of Aurelius that we try to balance out is that we are also pragmatists in that way. Yeah. There are people who would claim they are pragmatic in their approach. Um, but I think pragmatism, in spite of true, real, meaningful vision, is just doing stuff. Yeah. So it's just receiving the tickets, and I will develop this thing, or I will design this as thing. as quick as possible. And that's and that's yeah. nonsense as well, right? It actually ends up, in my experience, turns into cutting corners. Sure, a lot of times because all you have is a target. You don't have a larger vision to understand and achieve. Right. You have a deadline and you have um, a set of like resources, right? It's a ceiling you're yeah. just trying to stay within. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we talked about a lot today. Is there anything you want to do to kind of like wrap it up? I don't know that I would say anything specific to wrap it up other than, you know, the whole podcast, this an initial inaugural <laughs> po- whatever yeah, podcast – to talk about why we made Aurelius. We made Aurelius because we really want to help people, truly want to help people solve the right problems for their customers and for their business. We, the pragmatist side of me would say, we understand that it's a business. We understand that there's money to be made. We understand that there are operations and all this stuff to achieve. Mm-hmm. We're not blind to that. We want you to not be so focused on that, that, you step on the necks of your customers. Of course. We want we want to help people really understand the balance between doing things that matter most from your customers and doing things that will help you be a successful business. That helps the world. That is really our mission, to be honest with you. Yeah. We want to make an we want to make a better impact in the world. We're not naive <laughs> to think that we're going to be whatever some revolutionary thing out of the gate. Yeah, But I absolutely think if we can help people make better decisions every day about the stuff they're building, the time, the money, and resources they spend on building apps or 
websites right. or embedded <clears throat> systems or whatever, then I think we have a significant impact on the world. I do. Absolutely. That's why I signed up for it. <laughs> That's why we're here. That would be the way I would wrap it. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Aurelius Podcast, talking about product strategy and design strategy. We are the first platform of its kind to help you solve the right problems for your customers and your business and build products and services that truly matter. You can check us out at AureliusLab.com. That is www.A-U-R-E-L-I-U-S-L-A-B.com. You can check us out on Twitter at AureliusLab and Instagram, AureliusLab. We'll see you next time.